This is episode 44 of the Passion Minded Mom Podcast. You are listening to the Passion Minded Mom Podcast for business driven moms who actually want to talk about the stuff that matters. I'm your host, Kate Reuter, business coach and marketing strategist, and together we'll expose the truth behind balancing work while raising a family and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. We'll discuss all things marketing, mindset, and wellness, plus taboo topics like money, guilty pleasures, and intimacy. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success as a mom, you have come to the right place. Hi, mamas. This episode comes out on Christmas Day, so Merry Christmas. I wanted to do an episode toward the end of this year to wrap up and summarize what I've learned. And since so much of this aligns with what I've already covered in the podcast, I'm going to reference specific episodes where I give more insight and detail on each of these topics so you can further apply it yourself. I'm about to cover an immense amount of experience and knowledge that I've gained this year and all of the transformation that has come with it. So get ready. Here is my top 10 list of takeaways from building a successful coaching practice as an entrepreneurial mom in the year 2020. Here we go. Number one, developing and implementing CEO habits. You all, I am living this work so I can be an example for all of you. And as an entrepreneurial mom myself and a single mom of two, I am doing this work myself every single day. And just like you, I'm also struggling through some of it. I didn't realize it until more recently, but for decades, bad habits held me back from success. There were so many things that I was doing on a daily basis before that were keeping me from reaching my potential as a CEO, and overcoming them has been very challenging. But it has been such profound work that I'm creating an ebook for moms just like you about these CEO habits because there's so much more to cover here than I can on the podcast. But this last year for me has been filled with a lot of ditching the old in favor of the new, letting go of the things that haven't served me, and practicing those that do. If you want one way to start shifting that for yourself right now and to kickstart a new morning routine into gear, check out the top downloaded episode on the entire podcast. That's number seven. The way that my day-to-day life looks and feels now is very different than what it was at the end of last year. I still had a good year in business last year, But the changes I have made in the day-to-day and through working with my own coach this year and developing healthier habits has allowed me to double the revenue in my business since last year. So look out for more on these specific habits. But I will say that there are hundreds of tiny changes and shifts that I've made here in this way that have led to significant differences in my mind, body, and soul. It's incredible. 
Also, be sure to check out episodes 11 and 18 for more on that. All right, number two, adaptability. 2020 gave us all the opportunity to see what we are made of, didn't it? It tested our limits and highlighted our faults, magnified our weaknesses, and exposed the leaks in the structures of our lives. Having worked in digital marketing since before Facebook existed, I have bore witness to how much this field evolves. But it has also helped me understand how critical it is to have a dynamic set of skills from which to pull, as well as a healthy relationship with change. Because we've all experienced this crisis together, I know you can benefit from checking out episodes four and six of the podcast, where I talk about scheduling and managing fear during a crisis as well as the concept that life is 50-50 and how we can flex our resilience muscle in times that are challenging. You'll find more on that in episode 26, so be sure to check all those out. Number three, social responsibility, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Most of you also became more aware this year of the social issues and social injustice that continue to exist today. And therefore, if you're anything like me, you've become more proactive and responsible in your efforts to combat systemic racism. There are lots of ways to go about this, and we each may follow a slightly different path. But for me, the focus on these issues on a larger scale inspired more involvement and participation in the political and social arena. I've picked up some volunteering work, and I began integrating more efforts that support diversity, equity, and inclusion into my business, my personal life, and the education that I offer my children. There's still more work to be done, but I'm doing my part in the areas where I can, and I hope you are too. Please check out episodes 15 and 16 for more on that, and you'll also find more resources to check out in the show notes for episode 15. Number four, intentional scheduling. This may be one of the efforts I have made this year that has been the most effective in streamlining my productivity. The process of scheduling from an intentional place has also allowed me to open up space in my calendar for things like self-care and to support other goals I have in my personal life as both a parent and a partner while allowing me to accelerate the achievement of my business goals. It makes me really excited for what I will be capable of in 2021. There's a long list of episodes here on productivity and scheduling, so I will drop all of those links in the show notes. Number five, prioritization. This goes hand in hand with scheduling, but really with an emphasis on tuning into your core values and ensuring that what you schedule is in alignment with your values. For me, This has been an exercise that I found back in probably 2006 when I first began as an entrepreneur. 
and that I have carried with me and coached hundreds of others on. It wasn't until last year that I fully integrated this specific work on values into the work that I do with my schedule. Learning how to be productive isn't possible without a deep understanding and commitment to your core values. So this integration took my productivity to a very high level. Check out episode 20 for more on managing your time effectively and how to identify where you might still be falling short. Number six, business streamlining and growth. Thanks to lots of mistakes, falling flat on my face, shame for not having done it sooner, and finding excellent resources to help me through the worst of it, I have overcome hurdles that I could not have seen coming. The accounting, bookkeeping, taxes, learning a new platform, starting myself on payroll, and generally getting my life, my home, and my schedule organized have all brought me incredible growth. I pivoted my audience and started a successful podcast with thousands of downloads and a Facebook group serving hundreds of women. I have a lot more streamlining to do in 2021, so hang with me as I continue to set the example of how it is possible to grow to six figures while offering only one-on-one coaching and working part-time. Check out episodes 23 and 40 for more information on streamlining your business and what I've just mentioned above. Okay, number seven, financial planning. This has been a few years in the making for me, but yes, coming away from divorce and having to overcome tons of limiting beliefs around money, as well as establishing my own plan for earning, spending, saving, and investing that would support my financial independence as a single mom has been quite the journey. I've had lots of help from other resources, including a team of amazing women who have helped me in the areas of net worth, limiting money beliefs, taxes, investing, and financial planning as a whole. It has been incredible and makes me excited to talk about money instead of frightened or shameful. Check out the awesome episode number nine for more unlimiting money beliefs to get started. Number eight, celebration. Wow, this one. (laughs) This one is still a big growth area for me but I've had some recent realizations with it. If you're like me and you've struggled with perfectionism or you're just someone who seems to always feel like it's never enough, this is an area that will resonate. I talk about the importance of celebrating our achievements in episode 34, but recently I was getting coaching and breaking down to a very granular level every single transformation I've had in the last year. And although I had acknowledged each accomplishment, I still had yet to fully experience the sense of pride each of these things brings me. But when I recently got coaching on it and I slowed down to tell the story of each individual example, I was overcome with emotion. 
After a couple of rounds of happy tears, I realize that each win deserves its very own happy tear fest. I'm in. Bring on the tears of joy. Number nine, positioning. And with this one really goes messaging and networking. Because standing out among the noise, which you'll learn more about in episode eight, can be very challenging in the beginning. I've implemented so many variations of organic marketing and online networking to my new audience of entrepreneurial moms just like you. But like all of us, I was so used to doing it in person in the past. But now this work I've done pivoting my messaging and speaking to moms who are also launching and growing their business has gotten me to the point where I'm now recognized as the business coach for moms who also has expertise in marketing and Facebook ads. And I know there is so much more to come, more podcasts for me to guest on, more exposure, and more moms to serve out there. I cannot wait to meet and work with more and more of you, changing one life and one business at a time. This is such fulfilling work, and I feel so at home working in this space with you. If you haven't joined my group yet, what are you waiting for? I give lots more tips and detail on positioning yourself and getting the right messaging, as well as networking, especially if you're an introvert. So come on over and introduce yourself in a safe space in the Facebook group. I will drop the link in the show notes and be sure to check out episode three on networking for introverts. All right, here is the last and final takeaway of 2020. Emotional adulthood. This one is all-encompassing, and it's a good way to conclude this episode because this area of growth is really one that is ubiquitous to all of the work that I've just mentioned to you. This term, emotional adulthood, is one that was introduced to me by my mentor, Brooke Castillo, of the Life Coach School, and has become the guidepost for all of the transformation I've had. At its core, it is about managing your mind and your emotions so that we're acting from our prefrontal cortex and not our primitive toddler brain. All of the work I've talked about in this episode has required me to not only become aware of my own thinking, but to step back and observe it without judgment and maintain a level of compassion as I work to change it. This work is about acknowledging what our brain's default thinking is, questioning whether or not it's serving us, and managing our emotions by managing our mind to help us move closer to our goals. It is the work that has changed me for the better as a mother, daughter, entrepreneur, and partner, and it has forever changed me. It has helped me turn defeat into determination, comparison into confidence, and overwhelm into optimism. It helps me understand that life is 50-50, and it's made the positive 50% more enjoyable, while allowing the negative 50% to be more manageable. 
And it has helped me welcome discomfort, which is truly the currency to growth and success. There are several episodes I want to reference here on the topic of emotional adulthood and managing our emotions, so I will put that list in the show notes as well. Mama, that is it for today. That is my top 10 list of takeaways from building a successful coaching practice as an entrepreneurial mom in the year 2020. If you want to take this work deeper and you're ready to give yourself the best gift ever, head over to my website to schedule a free mini session and let's get started. Merry Christmas to you and your family and I will talk to you next week.